But you know what? I thought you were mysterious like my mother until it turned out the mysterious just made depressed, all right? Hard to reach. I mean, I'm dying here. I don't like going out. You know that I get anxiety when I have to meet people. You know how hard that is. Everything you touch turns to shit! Like King Midas' idiot brother. Jesus. But if you two aren't the biggest pair of fuck-ups I've ever met in my entire life... Hello, everyone, and welcome to Give Us a Second, a mini-sode series brought to you by the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is the 30th one. Well, how about that? A little bit of a milestone, and this is our first ever movie news roundup. Yeah, I think this is sort of like if we recorded an episode of us just doing the pre-show chatter. You sort of filling me in on things, catching me up. On yeah. what I've been missing. You were away for a few days, and now I'm going to fill you in on some of the recent news. All right. <laughs> some things closer to what we might talk about generally, some things in the arena of things that we don't usually talk about. Okay. But before we jump in, follow the show. Follow the show. <laughs> I'm like out of breath. <laughs> follow the show on Twitter. I was ready to jump in. At Pod, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And just keep keep the love flowing for the like, show. Just walked up three flights of stairs and then started recording immediately. <laughs> Need to like recover from that. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's hot out. Yep. You know. Just ate fast food. Yeah. Okay. So, boom. This is a surprise episode even for Matt. He had it is. no idea this was coming. Yeah. The format of this show is going to be me telling you about different things and your real first-time reactions to this information for the most well, part. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. And Not yes, work for me. we did just do a preview of coming attractions. Give us a second, but we will be talking about a couple trailers in yeah. here as well, so deal with it. <laughs> trailers are fun to talk about. I, I can't agree. believe we don't do more trailer material on this show. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to say right now we're going to start doing more. Maybe. We'll see. There's only so many good ones. We can though. discuss it. <laughs> okay, let's start with the big Marvel Cinematic Universe news. Now, this is definitely an area that we don't usually talk about. No, so, in fact, Marvel that, stuff. I was just mentioning how I still haven't seen Endgame. Literally right. the biggest movie of all time. And that is now the first bit of information. Avengers Endgame is the new number one, passing Avatar as the highest grossing film of all time, with over $2.79 billion at the worldwide box office. Yeah, so it's like for... One who considers himself a movie fan, it's like, how out of touch can I be? <laughs> I did see Endgame, but I do get it. Okay, thank you. I mean, there's just so many of these movies. I know. We aren't even done I will see it processing it, and the new Spider-Man has come out already. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to see it. I, I'll probably, the day it hits Netflix, I'll probably watch it. Well, I don't think any more are coming to Netflix. Oh, it's over because of the yeah. Disney thing? Yeah, I think that's... All right, we, we've already way. hit I'll the last find a one. Way. Red box. <laughs> okay, so Marvel Comic Con news. Now this was big stuff when it was announced, especially in the movie world. But of course, Matt is usually in the dark about most things. That's true. And you were out of town. Plus, who cares about Marvel? Not us, really. Yeah, I was in Maine, where there's no news or anything. <laughs> so they announced a lot of the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe post Endgame. And by the way, since Matt hasn't seen Endgame, for anyone who has that's listening, we may not reference things that happened 
yeah. because Matt hasn't seen I'm it. I'm going to ask that not only Zach, but all of you refrain. <laughs> yeah, we take calls on this podcast. <laughs> Please don't crank call us with endgame spoilers. Please. Matt still hasn't yeah. seen it somehow. But yeah, just, you know, I'm not going to reference that in relation to any of these, any potential spoilers. So that should make well, sense you. to people who have seen it. Okay, so the first movie is Black Widow which is slated for May 1st, 2020. Oh, wow. So they've already been working on this. I think we could probably expect a trailer in the coming months. This is going to be their big kickoff to 2020. And do we know if this is like a origin story thing or I don't know. Okay. But Scarlett Johansson obviously is Black Widow and then David Harbour from Stranger Things. Oh wow. Florence Pugh from Midsummer and Lady Macbeth. There we Macbeth. go. And I'm definitely on board for this. Rachel Weiss is also in it. I do like some Florence Pugh. Pretty cool cast. But that's one that has been known and has unofficially been gotcha. you know, out there. People knew that this was coming. And then another one people knew that it was coming but had yet to be announced and no one knew when. 11-6-2020 Eternals, which I have no idea what that is. Wow. I don't read comics Almost a year from now. It's a group of people, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it stars Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, Rob Rob Stark. Stark. Kumail Nanjiani and Salma Hayek, among others. How did that Stuber movie do? I can't imagine great. I'm not thinking. (laughs) But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Kumail Nanjiani fan. Yeah. I mean, did we... Take a vote and decide that he's funny? I, I don't remember voting. I have seen no evidence of that, but I don't know. He certainly yeah. has his fans. Okay. I Actually, my exposure to him goes back to more so when he was doing like the local L.A. podcast circuit. Right. Because like, a, a lot of those people, you know, people who would go on to have shows and movies created by Judd Apatow about them. Like a <laughs> right. lot of those people just did all of each other's podcasts six or seven years ago or whatever. And that's like all I ever listened to. So I used to hear him on those a lot, and I never have found him to be funny at all. Right. But I don't know. He made it, so good for him. Yeah. So those two were known going into Comic-Con, but here's one that, as far as I know, wasn't really out there, and that's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming February 12th, 2021, starring Aquafina and Simu Liu, or Lao. Definitely... Something I know nothing about. I want to see this movie with Aquafina in it that we saw a trailer for. Oh, yeah. What's that called? Like The Farewell or something? Yeah. I'm in on that. I was in on the trailer. Yeah, that seems much more indie than a Marvel superhero movie. (laughs) Yeah, that seems more like a Matt movie. You try not to be cynical about this stuff. Marvel obviously is uh, doing a lot of diversity stuff, a lot of women stuff. A lot of women are directing these movies that I'm going to be talking about. They're trying as hard as they can. They confirmed that Tessa Thompson's character from the Thor movies and from Avengers is like their first LGBTQ character. Oh, wow. Although I don't really know. I mean, I get, okay, I get like that those fans want to see themselves represented on screen. It is one of those things where you're just like, well, she doesn't, there's no romantic storyline for her character so what you know what i mean what difference does it make who she's interested in but, yeah it beats me I don't but whatever know. I, I mean i get it you gotta sure yeah it's represent everybody right. so now okay obviously we know a few standalone films that have happened in the infinity gauntlet storyline which is now wrapped up where do we go from here the first one dr strange and the multiverse of madness coming may 5th 2021 with 
Benedict Cumberbatch returning and Elizabeth Olsen okay. appearing in this as All well. Right. I think it's supposed to be horror tinged for Marvel. Oh, I don't that's fine. I don't really know what multiverse of madness means. We're not like big comic book guys, so we don't know what these things are. Yeah, nor have I really been into this Doctor Strange character. I didn't like the doc- first Doctor Strange movie. Right. I just flat out did not like it. I don't know how that got such good reviews. So there you have it. <laughs> Cuz some of these Marvel movies I found to be reasonably entertaining, if not, you know, necessarily something I would obsess over. But yeah, there were also a few where I, I just didn't really get it at all. I certainly enjoyed Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, no Ant Man announcements at Comic Con <laughs> oh, that I bad. saw. That's a shame. Uh, so I don't know if that's over or what. The next one is one of the big ones. So the two biggest announcements, as far as I was concerned, were at the end. And this one is coming November 5th, 2021, so we're talking about over two years from now. It's called Thor Love and Thunder, and it stars Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, but a returning Natalie Portman as Jane Foster slash Thor. That's right. There will be two Thors. Oh, wow. A male and a female Thor in this movie. <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. That's she uh, head scratcher. The guy who directed the last Thor Ragnarok, he's okay. coming back. They had Natalie Portman come out. She's holding Thor's hammer. It's just like a big deal. They somehow convinced her to get back involved with this. Wow. I don't know how that makes sense. I guess people yeah. that read the comics might be able to know more how there can be two of one person. I don't really know. But there will be a male and female Thor. Yeah, the Thor movies were certainly not some of my favorites of... The Marvel Universe. The first two Thor movies were not great. The third one, I thought visually was interesting, but okay. I didn't particularly like the story. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree. They're very jokey right. to me, and I don't. I mean, I get that these movies should not take themselves super seriously because that gets really awful too, like Batman versus Superman or something. But still, I mean, you don't need everything to be a one-liner. Well, that's true. It's just right. like okay. <laughs> But whatever, that was a big announcement that caught people off guard. Nobody okay. saw that coming. And then the biggest one, I think, is a huge reboot of something that people don't generally associate with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I guess now will be under the umbrella, which is Blade. Fantastic Four. Well, no, there will be Fantastic Four. And all the yeah. Fox properties are going to be rebooted, but Blade. And this will be starring Mahershala Ali. Oh, all right. That's exciting. Certainly will not get bad reviews then. The- <laughs> If that has Marvel no release date it. announced as yeah. of yet, but that's the big one that no one knew. I don't think there was even really rumors about it, and here it is. A new Blade. I don't know if Wesley Snipes is going to be involved in any way, shape, or form, but it, there were rumors that Wesley Snipes had met with Marvel like months and months ago, so it's possible he's somehow involved in oh, the movie. wow, passing the torch. I don't know. They also confirmed Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, but they don't have any of those like on the slate, really. These gotcha. were all the big things set in stone as far as movie releases. But then there were also, because of Disney+, Plus, a bunch of TV announcements. We have The Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming fall 2020. Oh, wow. WandaVision coming spring 2021, and that would be Scarlet Witch and Vision. You know, Elizabeth Olsen and okay, right. Paul Bettany. So, I guess, like, this Avenger universe certainly carries on. Is there going to be plans for another Avengers movie? I don't know. Loki coming spring 2021. Oh, wow. A show called What If Summer 2021, which I think 
the idea of it's going to go to like major moments in the Avengers story and do like a sliding doors moment and go like, well, what if this happened instead? And just like a thought experiment. Okay. Which seems very high concept for Marvel. It's like, okay, are their younger fans going to be able to follow this? I don't know. Is this going to be one of those things like Star Wars where like one of these movies doesn't do that well and like several ideas start getting scrapped? It's possible. But I don't know how much of this stuff is set in stone at this point. Okay. Probably some of it could still be scrapped, but who knows. And then Hawkeye, Fall 2021. So those are all shows that are going to be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. There's a lot of material out there. If you are highly invested in Marvel Cinematic Universe, you are content for at least the next few years. True. It's not really over, despite the fact that a lot of major things happened in Endgame. <laughs> So that takes us to something else that is never over, which is basically everything, and that would be Zombieland 2, called Zombieland yeah. Double Tap. We have to be around the 10-year anniversary, it is. right? yes. Okay. Emma Stone recently said she would like to do a Zombieland movie every 10 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be fun. I do always sort of associate this as being around the same time as Adventureland, of course. Because yeah. it's Jesse Eisenberg in two movies. That was like his peak yeah. <laughs> of his career. Well, no, obviously it would be the next year of a social network. But still, <laughs> it just seemed like right. in that little time period of 2008 through 2011, maybe, you're like, this guy might be something. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we just went and saw a movie with him as the lead. The Art of Self-Defense. That's week. right. Yes. But th- I don't think that's really... A major motion picture. I'd like to know what percentage of... Avengers Endgame box office gross the art of self defense did what is the percentage like how many point how zero many zero zero are after the point <laughs> but this one brings back the four core characters that we remember from the original Abigail Breslin Woody Harrelson like Emma Stone and like Eisenberg what was the last movie Abigail Breslin was in I don't know it's a good question though <laughs> In addition to those, they also have the original director, Ruben Fleischer, and we've added at least a handful of new characters. We saw in the trailer Zoe Deutsch, Rosario Dawson, Luke Wilson, Thomas Middleditch, amongst others. Now, I don't know if this is like a spoiler. Maybe I shouldn't say, but according to IMDb, Bill Murray listed. Wow. Now, for he those was... of you who saw Zombieland, yeah. he was made into a zombie and then killed, so I don't know how that would happen, but... Yeah. He's listed on IMDb, I, so I, I don't know. I will say, uh, for Zombieland 1, I mean, one of the most laugh-out-loud surprise cameo moments of my life. Oh, like, for one sure. One of the best ones, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely one that a lot of people consider their favorite cameos, especially if you had no idea that that was Right, coming. which I did not. I can't really remember if I did or not. I assume I didn't, but I don't know. So I thought this trailer looked fine. Kind of a teaser trailer. You don't see a whole lot. Other it than like there's going to be a lot be more people you know? in it. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. That's the best way to do a sequel is when it's been long enough where... Do one that no one is asking for, really. Yeah, but it's not that we're not asking for it. It's like, we're o- but we're okay with it. It's not exactly. like we're against it. It's more that. just like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm wow. ready for this. Who would have thought? <laughs> it was a big hit, and there have been talks of a sequel for forever. All right. So it finally has come to fruition. I think the hardest part was convincing... Woody Harrelson to do it I think he was holding out for a while he's moved on to other things <laughs> yeah like Planet of the Apes movies and whatever <laughs> <Hunger> games 
So that brings us to another trailer, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. What can we say about Kevin Smith that we haven't already said on this show? <laughs> or in general, yeah. just ranting about it. <laughs> to summarize, my feelings on Kevin Smith are, dude, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> we don't need to it's hear you much. be self-deprecating about every single thing you've ever done and shit on everything you've done in a way to protect yourself from criticism from others. I would be fine if he was annoyed or pissed off about some of the things that have happened to him and some of the bad breaks in his career and some of the bad reception to some of his things. If he got a chip on his shoulder about that stuff, that would be fine. It's his reaction to it to become a guy that constantly shits on himself to the point where it's like, why would I want to be a fan of this guy if he doesn't even think anything he's ever done is good? Uh, right. Even in the trailer for Jay and Silent Bob reboot, you mentioned the first one sucking, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, sucking balls and asshole, more specifically. It's an it's a red band trailer. Sure. And at the end Not there's a, a joke about how terrible it would be if the new Blunt Man and Chronic was directed by Kevin Smith. So there's a knock on Kevin Smith in the trailer at the end too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think the trailer is super funny. It's more about like, oh hey, Ben Affleck came back and he might be friends with Kevin Smith again. And oh, there's Matt Damon. Yeah, I like oh, there's that. Rosario Dawson and other people and Jason Lee and all the old faces. And that is honestly enough. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. So it looks good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd that, like to point that out. Yeah, I, I think so. That jumped out at me. Yeah. And just seeing those faces is enough. Like the, the trailer is not really funny to me, but I'm happy to see people from Mallrats and I agree. And chasing Amy and everything. And it's like, it's, okay, now I'm ready to see this movie. It is kind of fun to have any sort of return to this universe because we've had so many teases at it over the past decade you mm -hmm. know including seemingly confirmations that things were going to happen and then not you're referring to clerks three and mall rats two both of which were announced by kevin smith and then of course never yes came to fruition and so evidently he took elements from both of those scripts and included them into this right this is the best he could do my biggest thing is the release of this movie seems like it's going to be a disaster. It's a Fathom event, which you can see in a, a couple of theaters per city, probably on October 15th and October 17th. And then after that, or maybe concurrent with that, they're doing a roadshow tour, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, where they're bringing the movie to different cities and talking and then so, answering questions and all of this stuff. And that seems like it's that's it. I don't understand showing a movie as a fathom event do you know what i mean it's yeah. like fathom events are usually like a theater performance or something uh, well this is i guess to milk the money from the fan base because i've heard that the new rob zombie movie three from hell which is a continuation of the devil's reject storyline is also going to be like a one night only okay. in theaters and i'm so assuming they, that might be a fathom event i don't able know to sell the tickets for these then more than a typical ticket admission then I guess. Wow. I don't know. It's just it just like, seems weird that a movie You're showing with... it in a movie theater. Why right. can't it just be a regular movie screening? I, yeah, I don't know why there there isn't enough faith or money put into this because we just saw The Art of Self-Defense, which was like a small little indie comedy with Jesse Eisenberg and Image and Poots and people that no one really knows. And there's no way that movie is going to make a lot of money, even right. though the reviews were pretty positive I mean, and stuff. Ben Affleck wasn't in it, that's for sure. And so this movie, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, has Affleck and Damon and Jason Lee and, and appearances by like Chris Hemsworth and all kinds of people seem like they're in it. 
enough familiar faces that you could probably convince people from a trailer. That's how bad hey, I should see it. It's gotten for Kevin Smith. People are just like, yeah, every ever since dis- every distribution company is just like, yeah, no thanks. Ever since Red State, nothing has been like a wide release. I guess Tusk was in theaters, but that seemed yeah. like a very small release too. It did feel like a small release. God. It sucks because you would hope that this could be like a comeback, but it it just doesn't seem like even if it is fun and good, yeah. the platform just doesn't seem like it's there to really go on to be anything. I'm still looking forward to it. Obviously, we're going to go I'm assuming to the Fathom event, right? Well, yeah, because the fucking road show tickets were like the cheapest ones were like 50 bucks. Yeah, I'm not going to that. Speaking <laughs> of Damon and Affleck, they're reuniting for a movie together that they're co-writing and then they're going to co-star in it. It's going to be directed by Ridley Scott, believe it or not. It's called The Last Duel, A True Story of Trial by Combat in Medieval France. Oh, wow. I don't know much about it other than what I just said, which seems to summarize it. These two guys, I think one goes off to war or something, the other rapes the other one's wife or something. Oh, no. He wants to do trial by combat, and the king allows it. And this is based off of a true story or something. Okay. I think this was just like announced. I don't know how far along they even are in the script process. I'm yeah. like, well, Ridley Scott turns 82 this year. I know, that's year. the thing. I was like, is Ridley Scott even going to make it through production? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is like the first time they've done something where they've like co-written it together. Obviously, since Goodwill Hunting, they've done Dogma and Chainsaw and Bob Strike Back <laughs> together on screen. Right. I, maybe other things too, I don't know. But this will be the first time that like everything will be similar to how it went with Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Which we're now like 22 years removed from. Hmm. I thought this was a nice little tidbit that would make you uneasy. <laughs> it was reported this week, I think per Digital Spy, probably other sources as well, that It Chapter 2, coming out in September, next okay. month, yeah. will have a running time of 2 hours and 45 minutes. Wow. So they're going all in on this second one. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, it is crazy. I mean... I guess at a certain point, it just became like free reign for directors. Like, make it as long as you want. It's interesting because the first one wasn't that long. I think the first one was like two hours, right? Yeah, which it did feel kind of long. It felt like a lot happened in it, I should say. Yeah. I don't know if based on what we saw in Chapter 1, if that material can work for two hours and 45 minutes. If they were really dedicating themselves to following the book then yeah there's probably enough there to get that much material but the way they did things in chapter one which is very standard jump scare basic stuff yeah yeah and i'm not even shitting on it because we saw how bad it can be with the pet cemetery reboot for some reason when i think back to the tv miniseries i associate like the kids experience to be like the longer part of the tale than the adult part but yeah i don't know i mean and we still don't really know how much if at all like flashbacks are gonna play into this well it seems like the kids are gonna at least be in it a little bit and i'm wondering if that will be a bigger element in this half which will be time travel not literal time travel but we will see stuff from the history of pennywise yeah all these different things over time that they wanted to do in part one, but then didn't. Okay. And some of it was, I guess, evidently filmed, but I gotcha. That's like a big section of the book too, right? Like it's a, it's definitely a part 
And I'm wondering if, unlike, let's say, like sharp objects, which just would have flashes of the past, right. I'm wondering if there will be like full blown scenes that we didn't see. Yeah, it could be. From when they were kids and being like, well, then there was this time when we were dealing with it. Because I think part of the problem with doing a two hour movie that's self contained on the kids was the whole experience with Pennywise seemed very short. Whereas in the book, it's something that they were dealing with for like basically a year from when Georgie dies till like the end of the next summer. Well, I, and you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like there's a long time of dealing with this. And that felt very condensed in the first movie. So I'm looking forward to it. Maybe they'll include more stuff from the book that's not in the TV miniseries, too. For sure. I mean, there's a big event that kicks off Pennywise's return 27 years after the original storyline that was not in the first miniseries that is okay. definitely in the new movie. Gotcha. It's like at a town fair festival thing ah i see what you see it in the trailer, the trailer very briefly yes, where yes. there's all those balloons under a bridge that's part of that gotcha imagery from that scene that's not in the original miniseries and it's funny because the way they jump in time in the novel that's like literally the second chapter after the georgie thing right <laughs> and yet it's not even in in this until the second movie because it happens in the present day yeah i mean i'm looking forward to it regardless I, I right now i have it in my top 10 of the year along with once upon a time in hollywood the goldfinch all movies i haven't seen because <laughs> if i'm basing my list off of what i have seen it's a tough one to make okay a couple more items this one i thought was fun and i'm sure you will have a reaction to so last year 2018 we got the david gordon green danny mcbride halloween reboot which i guess was a sequel to just halloween one and ignored everything else that's right so it was announced that in 2020 we will get the sequel called halloween kills and in 2021 we will get the conclusion of this trilogy called halloween ends wow and david gordon green and danny mcbride and presumably john carpenter and all the same people are still involved they announced both uh, of Lee them curtis yes i Bye. wish it was halloween kills and then halloween kills again yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> they originally talked about filming all three at once and you know being able to release them in consecutive years they decided like well maybe we should wait and see if this is a hit or not <laughs> before we commit the three movies so they did Halloween. It was a big enough hit. It made a ton of money. It was, I think, by far the most profitable Halloween oh, wow. money-wise. So they decided to do two sequels, which was, I guess, always the intention. Okay. So if you've seen the new Halloween, you know that it ends ambiguously like a lot of the Halloween movies do. And It is ambiguous. But it, it sets it up for more. It feels like he should be dead. Well, how many of the movies are I like know. that? Yeah. Well, even they just did an interview with Danny McBride, and they were like, well, will Halloween Ends be the last Halloween movie? And he's like, no. It's the last one we're doing, but it's like, it'll never be the end. Right, exactly. So at least somebody's admitting it out loud. Like, yeah, things like this will just never end. Yep. <laughs> he's like, in 10 years, there'll probably be a new group of knuckleheads who think they have the answer for what comes next, just like we did, or whatever. I'll always see a Halloween movie in the theater, of course. I would say that Absolutely. my excitement was... I don't know. I mean, I was intrigued by the title Halloween Kills. And apparently, according to David Gordon Green, it's supposed to be like really chaotic and wild and the crazy middle part of this whole thing. OK, so maybe it'll be cool. It was weird. There was stuff I really liked about their take on Halloween. But ultimately, I was left feeling like there wasn't really enough 
Well, I would say the here. the first priority of Halloween Kills and then building into Halloween Ends should be let's make our characters other than Laurie Strode more known to the audience. Yeah. That was the biggest drawback from the 2018 Halloween was I felt like I barely knew any of the people that died. I didn't really care about them. Exactly. And yeah, there are people that bitch about the original Halloween and say like other than Jamie Lee Curtis and even including her, like the acting isn't good and we spend a lot of time oh. with her two friends that aren't interesting the or two whatever. Friends make the movie for me. Yeah, I mean I disagree vehemently, but like Oof. I'm like even if you are up over here. not a big fan of their acting, at least you felt like you knew all the people. So when I things start happening this. The first Halloween for me is like a masterpiece. I love that movie. I know. I'm it's not saying like this is a big list I'll ever do of my life. <laughs> I'm not saying this that ridiculous. this is like a uh, a big complaint or that okay. even the people that say this like are being detrimental to the movie. I'm just saying there are people that are like, well, the acting isn't that strong or whatever, which is like, all right, well, this is like a low budget horror movie. It's like <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they were expecting, but whatever. Regardless of the acting quality, it doesn't matter because the story lets you know all of those girls pretty well. And so you're invested in everyone. Whereas the new Halloween, even the girl that plays... Okay, so I remember Judy Greer is Laurie Strode's daughter. Right. And that Judy Greer's daughter, who is Laurie's granddaughter, is like the main kind of new girl. Yeah. I I don't even remember what she looks like. Same. I would agree No memory of her at all. And that's a problem. Like, you need to identify with the people. throughout the movie. I remember, like, that last fight at Laurie Strode's house. Yes. I remember some of the kills, including like kind of like the surprise cop. Didn't something kind of yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, I-, I felt like they weren't really doing enough with this. I don't even remember what the connection was between Laurie Strode's granddaughter and then all of the other kids that get killed in the movie. Like, I don't even remember who was her friend or what their story was. I know there was a guy that... They randomly get killed like at prom or something. Yeah, there was a guy that she liked. Or a dance who was like a dick or something or and so she he that guy doesn't even get killed he's just like at the dance so then she's walking home and then like that other guy gets killed i mean i don't know I think some of the sequences were cool and yeah. the music was cool and I, I thought the ending was kind of fun but yeah. like and overall i thought they did a good job with it and i loved the idea of like laurie strode kind of having like a terminator 2 Linda Hamilton, Linda, like PTSD. Right. She's like a badass. I thought that was cool vigilante. that they incorporated that into it. But I don't know. I kind of had some expectations that they would take it some different ways or maybe more pay homage to the original one. And it doesn't really feel like that's going on either. Yeah. So what I think what we're saying is there's definitely like room for improvement with these next two. And they should think about trying to get the audience to care about the new character, too. Because yes. we already know Lori. We. You don't have to do any work to get the audience to care about Laurie Strode. We know her. The granddaughter seems like she was being positioned as like the new main character. Make us know who she is. Like right. know things about her. I don't really remember anything. For people who have seen the movie, they spent too much time on those stupid podcast guys. True. Which would be us. Yeah. And we would be killed immediately, <laughs> right. just like they were. But to like the applause of everyone in the audience. The movie's like what, probably an hour and forty minutes. They spend like twenty five minutes with these people at the beginning of the movie and to just get killed. And you're just like, Well, what is the point of this? 
that yeah. ha- that didn't make me know the new characters anymore. I'm having some deja vu to us, like having like the same conversation. Yeah, I don't think on... we did this on the pod though. No, about didn't that we? movie. Okay. When would we have talked about this movie on here? I thought we did like a Halloween. Give us a second, and we talked about the new one. I don't know. Okay. Maybe we did. I also thought it's interesting that Saw is coming back in May of next year, so not that far yeah, off, really. Right. Starring Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I actually originally this... thought that Chris Rock was writing it and directing it because that's what the announcement looked like when it was first made way back when. Okay. Because they're like, this is going to be Chris Rock's Saw and all this stuff. And I'm like, what? And then I looked at it and he's just in the movie. I don't. He's not directing it. I don't think he wrote it either. So I don't know. Is this know. a complete reboot or a continuation? I don't know much gotcha. about it. But yes, I think it's a reboot, but I'm not sure. And it's coming out in May. Okay. And the fact they got Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson, it's like, is this a comedy? Like, I'm not really sure what we're, <laughs> yeah. it, it just seems really strange. I don't know. I was never a huge fan of Saw, so they can do whatever they want with it. And I'm sure. never going to be like yeah. annoyed or upset because it's like, who cares? Finally, let's just dedicate a couple of minutes here to talk about how badass the new Top Gun Maverick trailer is. Yeah. It looks awesome. <laughs> Comes out next June. The teaser trailer was released within like the last week or two i know there's some controversy over the patches on his jacket and how they took the japan and hong kong patch off or whatever because there's china money involved in this movie i don't care at all (laughs) what a controversy i know people it's just like oh my god (laughs) it's just tom cruise looking like he's fucking 30 years old somehow Uh, literally flying a plane i know that he like literally flew the plane a lot in this the it just awesome shit flying over a river awesome Flying over mountains. Awesome. Tom Cruise really flew the plane in this movie? Some of it, yeah. Wow. He's that insane I mean, I know insane he does his, his own point. stunts and shit, but that is nuts. Yeah. That's what I've heard, at least. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. but Tom Cruise, whatever the fuck is going on, he's 60 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he somehow looks like he. Yeah, he's 31. Yeah. He looks younger than both of us. Oh, for sure. We're not really sure what the story is yet. It seems like they're bringing in a bunch of... Like, I know Miles Teller and... That dude from, I think Glenn Powell is his name, who's like in Everybody Wants Some. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. And Scream Queens. Yeah, he's in it, and Miles Teller are in it, and it looks like John Hamm is in it, and Ed Harris is in it. And we know Jennifer Conley seems to be the new love interest for Cruz because Kelly McGillis looks like Tom Cruise's grandmother, (laughs) as you said. (laughs) I'm putting that on you, but it was funny. I mean, it's insane. I mean, well, like, you're like, oh. She looks like a normal person. That's the thing. Well, that's the point. Yeah. And Tom Cruise doesn't. But you're right, exactly. So you're buying that this Tom Cruise Maverick is like dating like your grandma. You right. know what I mean? That's what well, she, she looks like. appropriate for the age that she is. And right. Tom Cruise looks way, way younger than he That's does. That's the thing. I mean, at a certain point, Kelly McGillis was just like, yeah, I'm just going to be a normal human being and I will age and get old. And Tom Cruise was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to take this. So other they bring avenue. in Jennifer Conley, who you only see for like a flash in the trailer, but, but looks, looks incredible. Whew. She's yeah. probably, what, like 10 or 15 years younger than Cruz? Well, yeah. probably like 10. But like I'll 10 tell you what, younger. man. Jennifer Connelly, I mean, she can pull it off. She Do no a, wrong. Yeah, she's a babe. <laughs> but yeah, the trailer just looks cool. I mean, there's just no other way to explain it. That's a movie that you can tell that you need to see in the IMAX. You're like, this is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. This is just going to be great. And it it's a reminder of that time. Like, it's nostalgia for when the original came out when you could just be like yeah 
here's a big time action movie about guys that fly, fly jet fighter planes for no apparent reason. It's not tied in with anything. And it yeah, granted, this like is a sequel, but you know what I mean? It's going like, to be like some fun Tom Cruise one-liners. Well, yeah, I, I need to rewatch the original now. I, need, I haven't seen it in so long since I was like a kid, basically. Same. And I need to be like in that world again and get ready for this because they're gonna have to like do some things to like recapture like the emotional down on his luck Tom Cruise from the first one. Like we're gonna need a big swing in this one. Like I I don't know how you can replicate like a goose dying, but they're gonna have to. Spoiler for people who didn't see the original. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Val Kilmer might be in this. I'm not sure. He's definitely in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. At this stage in the game, we don't know much about it other than here's some awesome footage. It's directed by the guy that did Oblivion. I think he did the Tron Legacy movie as well. So visually, he knows what he's doing. And there's just something awesome about it where it – and this was the case even in the original, which I think was like, what, 86 or something? Beats me before my time. Pre-computer graphics. So like everything looks real, and it feels real because of that. And just a little taste from this teaser trailer, you get that same vibe. Like, you feel like you're in the plane. Like, this is not a fake plane, which I think is awesome and sorely missing from today's movies. Absolutely. All right. So that that about does it. Wow. Everybody get excited. We're in the home stretch here for episode 150, which should be a fun, big time episode. Yeah, it will be. I'm looking forward to I'm that. I'm surprised you haven't constantly been bringing up Greatest October. I mean, we're not that far away you got into from my your calendar. About it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, that's the thing. As soon as someone criticizes me, like, one time about anything, I never do it again. <laughs> oh, God. I should keep I mean? that in mind. I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some things that you just want me to back here's, off on. Here's some new notes for doing the podcast. Showing up. <laughs> the next episode, doing that. it's literally just me talking, which <laughs> I'm sure people feel like it is now anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so thank you for listening. Check us out on Twitter at Greatest Pod. You can find us on Podbean. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on iTunes. And we certainly thank you for listening. I got a dream about a name on the beach and the perfect waves are starting to come His hair is flying out and ribbons of gold And his touch, he's got the power to stun I got a dream out of an angel in the forest Enchanted by the edge of a lake Body's glowing in the jewels of Shame. But I don't see any
No, no. do you rub it in or? Do no, I don't. I don't go. Do just... I don't get to all of that. Did I just like the names? smell. The smell. The Ugh. the the, uh, the scent. It yeah. gets me off. The scent. Like like dirty feet. Like I don't like I don't like uh, clean feet. Right. <laughs> like if a girl says, yo, if a girl says, damn, I got to take my shoes off. And you like, and she's like, damn, I had these shits all day. My feet might stink. That makes my dick hard. Right. Wow. But That's if she gets out the shower and says, oh, I feel like I go, I get out of here. Right. Go get dirty and wow. come back. 